And welcome back to another Potent Projections Flying High in the Penthouse of Midtown, powered by the Beacon Center. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Trussell, and we are joined with one of the hottest members in the league in terms of the streak that his team is on, Griswold. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We've been... We've been Trying to get more of the dads on the pod in recent weeks, and it was good to get Alan on last week, and uh, we tried to get uh, Gary on, but it wasn't wasn't working out schedule wise. So um, it's it's good to have you on this evening. Thanks. Um, any initial comments before we uh, kind of ask you some questions? Uh, no, I enjoy being in the league, though. I appreciate you guys having me do that. It's a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad we have a lot of fun too, and uh, we 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 try to have more fun than we do get stressed out. But I know um, for me, especially this week, it was one of the most stressful weeks of fantasy football um, ever. Uh, getting going down to the wire like it did against Gary. Um, how has it been over your last five weeks? Right, is it five in a row for you? Yeah, five in a row. Five wins in a row, which I believe is the longest winning streak of the season for any team. Um, and it has you tied for first with myself and Logan. So, what is your what are your feelings been like over the last five weeks? Well, well, uh, it's been a mixed bag. But I started one and three, so it feels good to turn it around. So I've just been uh, mostly just working uh, waiver wire because I didn't really kill it in the draft, and I've had a ton of injuries on my team. I've had Jamar Chase and Javante and Brees Hall, and I had two or three concussions. So I just had tons of injuries, and i just been doing it with the waiver wire. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard our, the pod hasn't been the uh, – hasn't shown, shown a lot of light on your team. Um, we've we've uh, lifted you up on your, on your acquisitions, but we, we, always, we always kind of question Skyler's rankings of your team, and we've been proven wrong, haven't we, Chris? Yeah. Very much so. I remember you at the draft saying or texting that you know you weren't super prepared, and here you are, four weeks left until the playoffs. Is the hottest team in the league and controlling your destiny one hundred percent. Well, it wasn't because of my draft because I drafted Najee Harris, Brandon Cooks, <laughs> Elijah Moore, Kareem Cut, and, and Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Is so, that but it wasn't. It wasn't because of my draft that I'm here. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to make do with, uh, with what you got and, and figure it out on the fly. And you've, you've done the opposite of, of, your, of your child, of Skyler, as he's kind of figured out a way to make his team worse this year. Yeah. I just got bait with a lot of guys like Cooks and more Pitts. I just got rid of them because they're just too frustrating. You know how you get all frustrated. Oh, absolutely. So. I know the I know the same the same feeling. Um, we we try we tried to get Skylar. We wanted to have Skylar and you on to to get the kind of the vibe of the different directions your two teams have going. As he started three and zero, and you started one and three, and you've you uh, have gone opposite directions since then. 
So, um, Chris, do you have any questions for Grizz? Who do you think the four playoff teams are going to be at the end of this? Ooh, that, yeah, I don't. Good question. <laughs> I think that's a good question. I think uh, Logan's got a good, solid team, and uh, I think. You know, Asa traded me for Jamar Chase, but I'm not sure if he's going to come back. But if he comes back, then then Asa can be up in the money. But that's a big if because it's a pretty serious hip injury he had. So uh, I don't know about that. And then, um, of course, I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Love the confidence. It has to be there. Yeah. So, and then, I don't know, EJ maybe. So... Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be close. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the top. I mean, then then you gotta throw Allen in there too, right, Grizz? Because he's oh his team's yeah, Allen's, hot. Allen's looking really good. Allen, Allen's team's looking real good. And you know, I don't think my team's that good. I think I've just been a little bit lucky, to be honest with you. You know, sometimes you just get lucky. So well, know. like you said, you've you've made the right moves of picking guys up, and you know, sometimes that's not luck. That's just taking a chance and. Um, it, it, it is luck to a certain extent, but you also took a chance on some guys that others probably didn't. I mean, I would not have picked up Fields as early as you did. Um, I don't what? know if anybody else would have. Oh, and good one. It's paid off big time for you. Well, actually, I've drafted him, and then oh, I did? dropped him. Oh, I, yeah, I, I drafted him, dropped him for three weeks, and then picked him back up. Well, see, you're stuck with him, and uh, it's it's probably it might be one of the best plays of the season. If I mean, if he continues his tear, obviously, but... Um, but yeah, like you were kind of saying with Asa, I think his, he's, he's feeling, you know, like he was saying last week, he's feeling like a little chopped at that his, his team has been not given enough credit. And, and I, I think he's right, but I think if he makes the playoffs, he's going to be a really dangerous team to win it all. But we'll see if he does, because if Jamar doesn't hits the back end of that six week time frame, he, he's looking at not having him for the regular season. And so if, if he doesn't, get into the playoffs and then he gets Jamar back, then it's like, he's going to be the most dangerous team that didn't make it ever. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of, I looked at the injury a lot because I traded, you know, I traded him Jamar chase for, um, Metcalf, and I, so I researched the injury a lot. And I think they could just juice it up with a bunch of pain meds and he could play on it, but, but he won't be able to walk the rest of the week unless he stays on the meds. Oh, wow. That does not sound chill. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna do. It. You know, like, you know, you don't really know all the ins and outs of how they do that in the NFL. But oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's like you were saying with like Logan's got an awesome team, but it, there's yeah. a little bit of the chink in the armor there because we we don't know what's gonna happen with Josh Allen. I mean, no. everybody's oh, yeah. saying we don't know, and Nala has something to say. She just jumped up on the table, um, <laughs> but. Uh, everyone's saying that they just there's there's so much uncertainty there, and I think if God forbid Logan doesn't have Josh Allen, then it's it's a different look of his team. I mean, I Logan, I was texting Logan today, joking around with him because uh, I'm playing him in another league that we have, and I'm tied for second, and he's tied for first, and in this week in our league, we're playing against each other, and I'm tied for first, and he's tied for second. I, be I believe. I think that's how it is. Something like that. And so, and I have Josh Allen in the other league. And so we're like, we, what do we do? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's all a funny game we play, isn't it? Yeah, it's a funny game. And you know, um, 
my, my son Zane's really into this sports med stuff, so he's into these injuries, so it helps me learn more about him because I just quiz the heck out of him, and he just researches it for me. So, oh. so you're saying uh, Zane is a insider uh, for the injuries? Well, a little bit, you know, but I have a I have Josh Allen in another league too, so um, – I'm in the same boat there. I haven't asked him about Josh Allen yet. Well, maybe we need to bring uh, Booty Man on the pod and get his <laughs> get his take on that. You want me to go get him? Yeah, go get him. <laughs> okay, you guys go ahead and carry on. I'll okay, right all right. Well, Chris and I will do a little inter- – go ahead. Uh, okay. We'll do a little medium between the two because we, we can't take up – we can't not take on a chance to bring Zane on. But we can't. First time ever. First time ever. What are some expectations you have for, for Booty Man on the pod? I think Booty Man's going to tell us why Skyler's got it wrong week in and week out. I would love to hear that. And I know he, he's kind of held our group together in a way that he doesn't know with his <laughs> – with his. Uh, he's given us the name of our group chat. So yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what he has to say about the injury. Nala clearly had something to say about Josh Allen because once we started talking about Josh Allen, she perked up and jumped up on the table in front of the computer. So, what does she know that we don't? That's what everyone's kind of worried. Wondering maybe, about. maybe he's washed. I don't know about that. I think the division belongs to Zach Wilson, as we saw. <laughs> Grizz, do we hear that you're back? I'm back. Zane's coming down. He looked like he was asleep, but he uh, was, he's not. I think that's a common look for a 14-year-old. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. But we, we definitely need his take. So even if he was asleep, it's it's necessary that we have him here. Okay, if he's on his way, I got the dog, Chloe. She's here. What is Chloe's take? Chloe's take is she, she likes all the cats. All the cats. So she would like Nolly, you're saying? Yeah. She'd like anybody that's a Bengal or a tiger mm. of any sort or a lion. <laughs> Love it. Here's Zane. Zane's here. Zane, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Well, this is your first appearance on our podcast. Have you heard about the podcast? Uh, I have. Wonderful. Well, we're, we're very happy to uh, have you on. We we hear you're a bit of an injury guru. Not really. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too good at it, but I, I, can, I can give you the gist of things. Sounds like you're being too humble here, Zane. <laughs> I, yeah, he's humble. I do know that Chris has a very uh, specific question for you. Oh, yeah. Right. Have you uh, talked to Skylar about his team at all recently? Uh, not really. I think Skylar would appreciate if you reached out to him and tell him how to set his lineup because right now he can't seem to figure it out. And according to Tim, you've been guiding him to the longest win streak. So maybe give your brother a call after this. I think so. <laughs> What's the injury that uh, Josh Allen has? Uh, it's in his weenus. Yeah, his weenus is very hurt. His, el- his elbow. His elbow. Well, that's, I have that. I broke the bursa sack on my elbow. That's nothing. <laughs> well, he, he threw like a 75-yard pass on it, so people are saying it could be nothing, but there's a wide range of what it could be. Justin Herbert threw a 50-yard bomb with a broken wrist or a cartilage. Yeah, he did. How long is, do you think he's healthy, Zane, or do you think he's still a little banged up? Uh, he's probably healthy. 
but the Chargers aren't good. <laughs> Agreed. They are not good. Uh, what's your take? What's another injury we could get while we have Zane on here to discuss? Oh, what's your? Oh, that was the one we were talking about. What about Jamar Chase? Yeah, he's done. Done. He's good for the rest of the season. Wow. For the rest of the season. Asa, you heard it here, and this is this is the best <laughs> the best source you could get. He's done for the season. Oh man, that's harsh. That it is harsh. That's that's brutal. Yeah. When he comes back, he's not going to be able to uh, beat corners like he has. Well, thank you. Well, I think we need some final comments here from both of you uh, to the league. If you have anything you want to say to anybody in uh, around. You know, what I'll say is, is just keep plugging away at it. Cause like, like I was one in three and I just, I just kept working the bottom of my roster pretty hard. So just keep, don't give up. Don't, don't give up. Don't Thank give you. Up. Zane, Zane, up. any final uh, comments from you for us? Uh, no, no comment. No comment. Wonderful. Love it. All right. Well, thank you both for coming on the pod this evening. Uh, you guys take care. You too. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you to both the legendary Griswold and the maybe even more so legendary Booty Man for joining us on the podcast tonight. Uh, it was quite the pleasure, wasn't it, Chris? It was. Loved having them both on. Um, Skylar, I think Zane's going to be giving you a call here soon. So, uh, beg. You really should beg that he gives you a ring because it sounds like he knows what's up. Uh, we are back for week 10 of NFL action. Is that correct? Week 10. We are week hitting the 10. double digits. And um, we are things are starting to shape up here in our league. We, we've, we had a super, super level playing field. Over, and a couple teams have kind of dropped these last couple weeks. And, um, and we're, we're starting to see what might come of the playoffs and the sky weekly this week was formidable you said yeah sky you know i usually shit on you because it's usually so bad my eyes start bleeding but this week you know i like the basketball touch and i think the rankings were spot on i know everybody's like but chris you're sixth how can you think that i don't have a problem being sixth when there's some merit behind it I have a problem being 10th last week when I'm not the 10th worst team. And Skyler historically has just put me in bad spots just because. This week I have no problem with it, and he compared me to the best basketball team in the association. And let's say, let's let's be honest, you, that's a very large reason why you like the rankings this week. Is that true? I think so. No, you know, nobody expected the Jazz to do much this year. Just like nobody ever expects me to do much, and then because you know, stink, I'm always right in the thick of it, week in and week out. And you know, as I said, winning is what matters. I'm the lowest point score that's in the thick of it, but guess what? I'm still in the thick of it, and I'm coming around to the side of the schedule where I freaking dick down on my opponents. I get to go up against. Uh, Allen this week, who I don't think stands a chance as he didn't week one. So I look forward to beating Allen. And, you know, Tom Brady is 1-0 after officially being divorced. Seattle Seahawks are clicking on all cylinders. This game's in Munich, which means shootout, which means Brady, Evans, Lockett, well, Lenny we'll, we'll, combined we'll get, we'll get, for 150 this Sunday. We, we will get to your matchup, which you are so far off on. But I, I just want to touch on the rankings still because that's what we're talking about. And I, I will say, Chris, I, or Skylar, I loved 
the touch of the basketball. And I think he got a lot of the teams dead on, like spot on. Austin's comparison to the Los Angeles Lakers has to be one of the best comparisons I've seen. Would you agree? I would. I'm starting to think Austin was only good because he was the only one that had the resources and time when we were younger to uh, get, gain an edge. He hasn't been relevant in the playoff race in quite some time. People are saying that the field has figured it out. They have. Um, and I – what Austin, was the other – Oh, Hold on, hold on. Oh, yep. Austin's fantasy team is equivalent to boomers playing on easy mode. Getting on, getting on there on like 2K and getting in easy mode and yeah. being able to score 40 with no, uh, no challenge whatsoever. Exactly. Um, I would like to do something before uh, we start talking about the pod, um, or start ta- talking about what we normally go through here. Uh, we need to pay our respects, Chris. We were our first team in the league, hit zero percent chance of making the playoffs, and that is our beloved, mucho joy. Fantasy football team. Gary, I'm so sorry that you've hit zero. You know we've been pulling for you. I mean, that week, that was, you have never seen me so stressed. I know Chris, seeing me walk through those doors when I was getting home from soccer practice, knew how stressed I was because that had to be one of the closest games we've ever had in this league. I mean, we, I know we've had close games in the past, but it teetered on a tie for a long time. And um, it was it was scary, but um, scary Gary now is what it's looking like with the zero percent chance. And Josh and Skylar are close to that hefty zero. Gary of can three play and four. spoiler for the rest. He of the can season. play spoiler for the rest of the season. Which... Somebody with nothing to lose and everything to gain is always the most dangerous. He's got nothing to lose, but he can start knocking people out of the playoff race. Um, I'd like to do something fun this week, Chris, because as you noted that you played Allen in week one, everybody is back to their week one matchups. Did you know that? I did. Um, we're all getting a, a shot at redemption or a shot at showing that per team what it, what our team now looks like since we um, played that week one matchup where we had all that excitement, all that hope for our team, and either things have changed over time or they stayed the same. And um, I think each we're going to kind of do a flashback on each of the matchups that we do this week. Um, but first, I think we need to squeak an ad in here, Chris. We have some loyal uh, investors that need to share what they have to say here. We do. And you'll be hearing from them shortly. Look at that. Oh, are they doing that on purpose? Are they friend or foe? I don't know, I actually felt good. I felt water on my face. I said, where the hell is that? They may be doing that on purpose. Let's find out if they're friend or foe. And if they're foe, let's take care of those son of a bitches. Look at that. Time to find out if you're friend or foe, huh, Chris? It is. We wanted to have a little fun with tonight being such a big night. The PP is not endorsing anybody, which I know the world was waiting upon who we would endorse. Yes, yes. We don't we don't dip our toes in political corners, uh, but we we will be showing both right and left we will. this evening. Um, you'll get the best of Donnie and the best of Joe. 
um, as I know many of you were hoping for. So, so, so right now it's time to find out if you're friend or foe, Chris. Um, and, and if you're foe, we're going to take care of those sons of bitches. <laughs> that's right. That is right. Now, first, we're going to look at the friend or foe in the matchup of... Wait, sorry, I'm pulling up the... My computer is not being so kind to me at the moment. Um, Chris, do you have the matchups in front of you? Why is my... There we go. I can click on it here. They do. Sometimes the technical difficulties uh, prove to be tough, you know? Let's start um, with America's stink of the week. And right. this is not a reflection of Gary's team. This is not. EJ and I didn't talk about this either, and we were both on the same page. We were. Yep, we immediately looked there. It is Sky versus Gary. And once again, I want to reiterate, it is not because of Gary. It is not. And uh, I think in each matchup this week, Chris, we should identify the friend and identify the foe. I and that would be a fun little twist on it. Um, first, let's look at the week one matchup between these two teams. And it was the tale of, of two teams. And uh, Skyler would have would hope to rewind the clock for his team and uh, play the week one matchup over again. Where um, Gary, I would say, got really unlucky. He did. Um, Cam Akers coming out not playing was not anticipated, obviously. Um, Derrick Henry going against the Giants defense that was a big surprise was huge and so um sky won that matchup 154 to 103 and i think the community is resounding on the friend in this matchup would you agree chris i think so and i believe the community would say gary is gary, friend gary is friend and skyler is skyler's so, got a chance to do something that nobody in the league ever wants to do and that's to go on the seven game losing streak that's right once uh, we once had a league member go on such a long losing streak that he's forgotten about it. I haven't forgot about it. I just made adjustments. It's not often you find a team that starts three and zero and then trades their way into one. I of the, I can agree with that. One of it's... the worst teams ever assembled. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, just looking at Skyler's first week. His biggest games were, is Saquon had the biggest game for him, and he's going to be looking to have the same kind of week here in Week 10, where he wants Saquon to have that. Now, his other big, big performer in that game was Jonathan Taylor, who he since traded away to us for a can of beans. Um, Skyler decided to go out and trade the best player on the Colts and a team that's tanking for a guy who's relying on Sam Ellinger to catch passes. And, you know, um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem good. Uh, that's, that's what I'll say. And um, a lot's changed I'm looking, now that I'm looking at these rosters. And get, Gary made, went and made a trade for Tua. He's not uh, going to be relying on Stinky Russ this week or Stinky Wentz. He's got, he shipped them both off to Canada. Uh, he's he's got, still got DJ Moore and Derrick Henry kind of uh, – Charging forward on the team, and Debo Samuel, uh, he, he looks to get him back this week against the Chargers. Um, so who do you got in this matchup, Chris, with so much changing? I mean, we know Skyler's blown up his team since then. I think he's only got a couple players left in his starting lineup from then. Um, only two or three players that I'm looking at it. Uh, I I've think got, two. I've got Gary in a blowout. Gary's got semi-competent receivers. I mean, Olave's a good receiver. But then you've got Cortland Sutton, who Skyler blew up multiple trade deals because he just had to keep. Skyler, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? 
And, you know, I just... Keeping I, him. I like Gary's team much better. I could see this getting out of hand real quickly. Typically, I think Sky's in the race to 100. Sky might be racing to 80 this week. So I'm going Gary blowout with the friend winning. I, you, sometimes you have to think they're going to have to win sometime. That's what I think. I think the foe wins in this one. Skylar, I'm going to pick you this week um, as much as I don't want to. I, I think your team will win. Um, you, you've, you've got Saquon going against Houston. And, I, and this is the sole reason for it. He might actually put up 45 this week against the Houston team that hasn't been able to stop an old lady in a walking chair going down the middle of the field. So uh, I'm picking Skyler in this matchup, the foe, to take home the victory. Um, let's move on to matchup number two for week 10. And that matchup is going to be Tim versus Josh. We didn't get a chance to ask him about his matchup this week, which um, I feel a little reminiscent about. I wish we could get him back on the phone. But um, we have Tim versus Josh, the tale of two teams here. That's for sure. I mean, Tim's team, which is rolling, and Josh's team that's kind of been dealing with injuries and um, reeling a bit here, Chris. Uh, what, what are your thoughts here on friend and foe? Well, you know, champions adjust. They've struggled to adjust all year. Um, you know, I'm going to stick with the trend. Dad is a friend. Dad is a friend. And I'm going to say that uh, champions adjust is foe this week. EJ is having a meltdown as we speak. Um, you know, Tim came out, addressed the elephant in the room. Najee Harris, probably the least explosive guy. Um, when you have bowel movements, you're probably more explosive than Najee. Um, EJ, what's so funny? Chris, you can't say that. Sorry, continue. Anyway. No, no, let's hear it. <laughs> no. Let's hear it. You said dad is always a friend, and the way you said it was so bad. How did I say it? You know why you were saying it. No. You were referencing your own father. <laughs> um, we've got... That's why I'm dying over here. <laughs> We've got uh, Miles Sanders against the football team. We've got DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Josh. Josh might not be able to fill the whole <laughs> roster this week. I don't think he can. Josh, I'm sorry, man. But you've got like five buys and seven injuries. Yeah, it's <laughs> champions adjust. More like champions taken behind the barn. Um, I'm going Grizz here. In what some are calling a slaughter. Behind the slaughterhouse, more like, rather behind than behind the, the slaughterhouse. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm taking Grizz as well in this matchup. Um, Josh, I think you should have taken Burrow for uh, Herbert. I think the offer is still on the table if you want to take it. Um, still haven't heard a response from you. I feel a little disrespected still on that. Um, but uh, I'm going to take Grizz in this matchup. And, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't say my friend or foe because I was too busy having a meltdown. Uh, I'm going to say my fr uh, friend is Grizz only because the, I feel like the champions always end up being the foe, right? Like the winner, the winner ends up being the, uh, the person that everyone hates. So I'm going to go with that. Um, we're going to do one more matchup, and then we will um, jump to another ad. We will do... Actually, no, we're going to jump to that right now. We need to get in on a little, for a little 
uh, the left side of the, the spectrum here to get that perspective as well, don't we, Chris? Yep, we've got Joseph Biden coming on the pod here very soon. Look, I never forgot what President Kennedy said about going to the moon. He said, we're going, you know why? Because we refuse to postpone. Let's not postpone and get out of the rain. God bless you all. Thank you. We're going to the moon, Chris. We're going to the moon. We're going to the moon, whether they like it or not. And we're getting out of this damn rain. Oh, man. We're going to talk friend or foe again, but we're going to see which team is going to the moon and which team is going to be caught stuck in the rain in these next matchup, which... Um, sorry, I can't find... There we go. Uh, this next matchup, which is Austin versus Asa. Austin versus Asa. Austin's playoff lives are on the line this week. They seem to be. As he, battles, as he battles, may never lose again. You know, looking at it from a matchup perspective, I think I think Asa's kind of got a good edge there. You know, the Buffalo defense can't stop a soul. Um, the Rams can't stop anybody. And Asa's got two Rams going. Jeff Wilson is now taking... T- Time away from Mozart. I hope that makes you happy, Logan. Um, we've also got Scary Terry, who, when Taylor Heineke is the quarterback, seems to just turn into wide receiver one. And then Tyreek Hill, who has probably been the best receiver this year. I mean, he hasn't gotten in the end zone a ton, but he gets 10 catches a game, and he gets, you know. Well, he makes it look so easy. Yeah. 120, 130 yards every week, it feels like. You got Austin, who is showcasing how not to draft a team. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Asa in a blowout. I would like Austin to win, though, just because it would spice things up. I just mm-hmm. don't think Austin's got the gusto um, to get the job done. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting <clears throat> matchup between these two um, because. And I think a defining thing here will be Christian McCaffrey against the Chargers. Another running back going against a team that just can't stop a grandma and a walker. Like, they just cannot. They're so bad against running backs. And to have one of the best running backs, or probably the most talented running back in the league to go against them is is very scary. And then Kamara going against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is terrible. So Asa has some scary matchups that... uh, that Austin should be worried about and probably is worried about, but um, we'll we'll see how things shake out. I I, I have Asa in this one, but like I like you said, um, I I'd prefer Austin to win to spice it up, you know, yeah. keep it keep it even and uh, see how things line up there. But um, I mean, I think Austin's playoff hopes are crushed. Well, I want to hear your. I I agree. They they might be crushed with the loss. We never did friend or fro here, Chris. This is an interesting one for you. Ugh. You know you cannot choose foe for both of them. You have to choose a friend and you have to choose a foe. I think my friend here is going to be Asa, just because he's not playing the most fraudulent quarterback to ever walk the face of the earth in Patrick Mahomes. Um, anybody that stands behind that man and the refs just constantly bailing him out are frauds. 
And so Austin is my foe. Sorry, Austin. I'm going to back him up. Not for the same reasons, obviously. I would never have such egregious takes as Chris. But um, Austin, you've you've been the foe of the league forever. And I think you always will be with how you ran train on us the first couple of years. So first good amount of years, not first couple. But uh, I'm going to say Asa is friend and Austin is foe. And who's going to be going to the moon and who is stuck in the rain? Asa does have history on his side. I don't think they did it week one. Oh, sorry, we didn't look at the week one matchup, which we didn't on the other one either. But oh, we did a I believe there. Asa historically has scored a ton of points so on in, Austin. In, in week one, Austin was the one that put up more points than Asa did. He, he had, Austin had his best week of the year week one. He had 172 points, and Asa had 135. So I'm going Asa a little revenge game. But I hope Austin wins. But I hope it's not because of Mahomes. So, there's my thoughts. That's right. All right. And one moment, please. Our next matchup is one that had a really spicy week one, didn't it, Chris? It is Allen versus Chris. Allen versus Chris. And uh, it was within two points of one another, Chris. Can we take us back to week one, where your thoughts were there? You know, I assembled a team that I said, you know, I just wanted to go out. I don't care about what the score is. I just want you to score more points than my opponent. And that's exactly what I did. I don't see anything from Allen's team that would make me think he's able to beat me. He hasn't proven he's able to beat me. I don't think he stands a chance. As I said earlier, Brady and the boys and Tyler Lockett, I think, combined for at least 120. Allen's going to be then drawing dead before 10 a.m. on Sunday. And so, you know, I like my depth. Um, yeah, I like my depth. Alan, I don't think you ever stood a chance against me. Friend and foe in this one, Chris? I think it's oh, a clear, tough choice for you. I'm clearly the friend in this one. I, you didn't give yourself foe. I thought you liked being the villain. I don't. I, it's just the role that I've been given because I speak truth. And people don't like when you speak the truth, you know? It touches on nerves and people get pissed off. But I'm not afraid. And I'm not afraid to take Alan down again, as I did week one. Chris, you're talking about your depth, but every single last player on your bench is a Trussell truther and has no business being rostered on almost anybody's team in this league. I, you could make a case that every single player on your bench shouldn't be rostered. Wrong. Every Hunter single... Renfro, Zach Wilson, Julio Jones, Latavius Murray, Taysom Hill, Ryan Tannehill. I think all of them could be on waivers. Easy. No, that's just incorrect. So bad. Julio's coming back. He's finding his groove. He's got two touchdowns from Tom Brady this year, and he's played three he's games. He's finding his groove? He hasn't played. Like, How is he finding his groove if he hasn't played? He's been injured. Like, he's been getting some catches. He's been catching some touchdowns. He caught a touchdown. And, you know, I'm looking for some big playoff weeks from Julio. Latavius, Trestle Truther, you know, number one running back in Denver, as I predicted. Taysom Hill, I saw on Twitter, was trending. They're saying, how are we not getting Taysom Hill more touches when he's more productive than Firecrotch? You know, I think the people agree. Taysom also threw an absolute bullet. The amount of zip on the ball I saw last night was incredible. I don't think anybody could throw that accurately and that hard in that tight of a window that Taysom did. So my depth, once again, showing itself. All right, well, uh, moving on from what you have to say, I, I think the friend in this one is easy. It's Allen. It's 
simple. There's no need for an explanation. The foe is Trussell. Um, the team going to the moon, uh, as of late, has been Allen. But he's without his lord and savior, Joe Mixon, this week, which does make things interesting. Um, you wanted, you thought, you predicted before that your boys in Germany, um, in Deutschland, um, sorry, not Deutschland, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm very confused. They, <laughs> your boys in Germany were going to put up 150 points. But um, I saw the travel time for the uh, Seattle Seahawks will be the largest travel a football team has ever done. And is that supposed to intimidate my Hawks? Your Hawk? Yes. The uh, Seattle Seahawks are one of the greatest stories of this NFL season. They are. Pete Carroll has given... If Pete Carroll was around during Hitler... He would have sent these. What? He would have sent these hawks. Pete Carroll is Hitler. Is that what you just no, said? No, he was around. No, I heard Pete Carroll is Hitler. He would have sent these hawks into Germany, and he would have taken him out. And that's what he's going to do with the freaking Buccaneers. Tyler Lockett, he's going for fifty this week. Watch out. Yeah, well, that's not happening. But um, Chris, I'm going to say something surprising. I think you win this week. Um, I think that Allen will be left in the rain without Joe Mixon. Um, and Ooh, I also, after your thought, I wanted to bring something up that that reminded me of. I think this is, well, this is a big playoffs implication matchup. The winner goes to 6-4 and four and the loser goes to 5-5. F- uh, five and five. Yeah. And um, it, it could prove to be huge. And I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, whim this week and say, say that you win. Um, Psych, just kidding, I'm saying Allen wins. There's no way I'd say Chris wins. He's stuck in the rain and Allen's going to the moon. Wrong. What I was going to say is, two weeks ago we saw Asa put up 200 points and his team came out and had a feeble week. That's been the theme. You put up 200 points, you come out and you struggle. Allen, you're going to struggle. That's can't, can't deny that logic, that's for sure. And then we have America's shootout of the week. Chris, which is Logan versus Hunter and EJ. Logan versus Hunter and EJ. Um, which, you know, our team the last couple weeks has not done anything at all to show flair and show, but we've gotten the job done and we've we've gone through this week surviving, playing without four of our best players and somehow squeaking out a win because of the red rifle on Monday Night Football. Um it's it's shootout of the week because it's it's tied one and um, tied for first place in the league, both teams. Yeah. Um, so uh, my thoughts here: are it's gonna be a it's gonna be a showdown. Uh, my team has not put up spicy points the last couple of weeks, but I think with um, a lot of our guys back this week, it'll um, they'll they'll bounce back. We have decent matchups. Uh, it could be better, but. Um, you know, we'll see if Jonathan Taylor plays this week. We hope, obviously, that he does. But and obviously, we hope that Josh Allen plays this week. I I hope for all of our play, teams to be able to play healthy. But because um, I want to beat Logan when he's at his best. But we'll we'll see because it'll be a high-powered matchup. It will be. However, the Buffalo Bills are going fast or going down faster than Epstein when he got locked up. Um, I think that loss this week to New York was back-breaking. Allen, 
you know, Allen's a great fantasy quarterback, and he's a very good quarterback, but I think right now he's going to go through one of those skids that all these good quarterbacks seem to go through from time to time when their confidence is a little low. Um, I'm going to pick you guys just because I think Brissett is going to try to establish with Nick Chubb, and I think that takes away points from Brissett. But then again, you are playing Josh Jacobs, who's come back to earth. Um, he might be the reason they lost last week. Because mm, no. McDaniels decided after throwing all over the Jaguars that he wanted to come out and establish. I, I saw a video. Did you did you see the video that they, this conspiracy theory around the them? That, um, that Josh McDaniels is purposely tanking so that, because there's a, some, I don't know the clause in the contract. I didn't see it, but. There's some some reason they can void Carr of his like hundred million or something if they perform a certain way. They're saying that he's doing that so that he can cut him and then sign a new quarterback and then they can use their talent to its fullest ability. What are your thoughts on that conspiracy theory? It's just blatantly wrong. I think McDaniel's just wants to go back to New England and coach under Bill Belichick. Where, I could see that, too. Where it's cushy, doesn't have to do anything, just tell Mac Jones to run the ball and, you know, make five, six million dollars a year doing that. So. Well, in the shootout of the week, you heard it here. Um, so, we and will friend see. Friend or foe. Friend or foe. Um, well, I'm going to say that we're the friend and Logan's the foe. He's been in first place all year. He's had a high-powered offense. So, Logan's the foe. I think Logan's the foe just because he's the commissioner. That's The commissioner tends to be the foe. Unless your name is David Stern, and then you're the coolest guy of all time. That's right. Shout out David Stern. Nala, thoughts on David Stern? Crickets from the dumbass. Crickets. Alrighty, for our folks out there, we do have a parlay of the week, I believe, Chris. Is that true? It is. You know, I'm 9-0. Through nine weeks, looking to make it ten. Agreed, agreed. And I think I'm just going to keep it real simple. I'm going to go... Let me guess, Hawks two and a half. The Lions plus two and a half, the Titans minus three, the Giants minus six and a half, and the Raiders minus six. Hmm. There is no way the Raiders can lose to (laughs) the Colts. I don't know about that, but you, you, you might... That's an unbettable game. You can't touch that game. That's that's what I'll say. Um, well, you know, lock it, Chris. What did you say the payout on that one? It's twenty to win one eighty. Twenty to win one eighty. Okay. Well, I have a lock for you as well. If you're interested, um, mm-hmm. my lock of the week. In you know, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't. I provided one last week, but it, it was obviously not a winner. It stunk. Uh, I didn't like it at all. Um, something that it's got a, little spi- got a little spice for everyone this week. The Chargers plus seven is a great bet. They, everyone is going to expect them to just get absolutely their hinges torn off, and I just don't see it happening this week. I think that um, it's going to be a little, not a revenge game, but a in-state kind of rivalry that uh, will spice it up and keep it close. Yeah. I, I think the Chargers lose, but they don't have the guts. But I, I do think they cover the plus seven. I think seven is a lot of points. So I'm t- taking Chargers plus seven. Um, the second leg is Cowboys minus five. They might win by 30. The Packers suck. They're, Packers cr- they're crumbling. Stink. 
they're crumbling and um, I think that five is generous very generous for them I think you're um, dead on. so those are the first two legs and the next one is bears minus two and a half I never thought I'd be adding the bears into a bet here but I think that they cover that one fairly easily as well um, so taking bears two and a half and then we're gonna be taking the Browns three and a half against the Dolphins I think that they will be able to control the game with the run and slow down the Dolphins' offense to a point where they will be able to cover three points. The, the three-point spreads are can be in those like really tight games yeah. where um, you know a field goal wins it and whatnot. And I think the, the three and a half is really enticing to me um, because of that reason. So um, we got plus twelve hundred twenty dollars wins two forty. It's a classic from the Hurt Camp. And uh, any closing remarks, Chris? No, no closing remarks uh, other than I will be showing no mercy versus Allen this week. No mercy versus Allen. You heard it here. Alrighty, everybody. Believe in yourself, but not as much as Chris Trussell believes in himself. Good night and suck it. Yeet. 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 Yeah.